passed an ordinance in the town They said we'd have to tear it down That little old shack got back so dear to me Though the health department said its day was over and dead It will stand forever in my memory You're listening to the Jack Shack Podcast You ready? I'm ready when you are What up, motherfuckers? And we're back <laughs> for the multiple, I don't know how many times we're trying to record this episode, but we are back for episode We will 10. try, as you can see, if you do follow us on TikTok, that we are slightly slow. <laughs> slightly. And so we're uh, we're going to see if we could run this bad boy by, huh? Seems to be going good right now. Yeah, we'll see. I've got high hopes for this one. Me too. I have faith. I have Let's start faith. with you, brother. What are you drinking? Um, well, first of all, how the hell are you doing? I'm good. I am good. It is still hot in Texas, of course. Is it like in a fucking bubble of heat, dude? Yeah, the last about an hour or so, I was outside sipping on some tequila. I'm getting into that tequila game, my friend. Nice. And smoking a nice cigar. Nice. A new one that I haven't had before, so uh, I got to bring this up so I could re- remember because I've been drinking fucking tequila. And that's what happens when you drink tequila. So, you do tend to forget things. That's I'm liking it. I'm liking it. It's too damn hot to be drinking bourbon. So Yeah. There's... So how hot is it, dude? Uh, it's been over 100 for a while okay. now. Or now. So, I mean, that's pretty normal for... Today didn't seem Texas so hot. summer. Yeah, but today didn't seem as hot as it was yesterday, but man. And I could be honest with you, heat's heat. I could sit out there and smoke a cigar and sip some tequila if it's a little hot, got a fan moving. Yeah. The bugs, I can't stand the bugs. Do you so we when I guess when you light a fire or you have a little pit fire going, does that kind of help keep them away? When I have my pit going, it does a little bit. And I th- I thought when I, if I was smoking a cigar, it would keep the bugs away. Yeah, it doesn't. It fucking the smoke, doesn't. huh? Yeah, I figured it would, but it doesn't. They don't give huh. a fuck. They're over they there should. fucking smoking the fucking smoke with me. They're like, oh, this is a good one. This These is a are good Texas one, bugs. <laughs> <laughs> They're joining the party. Yeah. So All right. So how about you, my friend? I'm doing good, man. I am hung. I said, well, I've been doing good. Today I'm doing horrible because I am fucking, I haven't been this hungover in a long time, man. Good. Good. Let's, you know, let's just jump right into it. Why are you hungover, sir, in the middle of a fucking week? It was Tuesday night. I know. I did all three. I, Tito Tuesday. Taco Tuesday and then Tiki Tuesday. (laughs) Tito. Oh, okay. I got you. So the first place we went to, they had a Tuesday Tito special. Yeah. So I just went. I went fast out the gate, dude. (laughs) Oh, okay. Hit it it hard. Yeah. And then we uh, Tiki Tuesday, and then we went to get some tacos for Taco Tuesday. Then I ended up finishing the three Tuesdays off with some beer, and that was it. Did (laughs) you? Was there any Titty Tuesday? No, I Uh, no. Three out of there was no Titty Tuesday, dude. You know what? Three out of four is not bad. Pretty good, right? Not bad. (laughs) 
I see your fucking glass there. I don't know what the hell you're drinking, but but I <laughs> so I'll just jump right into it. I am drinking emergency right now. <laughs> wow, <laughs> fucking okay. hurt, man. Nice. Oh, uh, that's what I'm I'm drinking. Nice. Well, what are you job. drinking? <laughs> no, let's uh before I get to me. I mean, so you went tiki in? Yeah. Let's hear about it, man. There's a new tiki spot in uh, Tustin. Yeah, man. They they opened up a new t- tiki spot called Stowaway a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, and they got a pretty good marketing scheme going on because y- you go on the website and you or you call and they say you have to make reservations for a table. So right after we got done with Tito Tuesday, I was like, let's just go over there. Let's just see if we can get in. You know, we never get a bar seat anyway, so who cares? Um. And then she's like, let me see if I can fit you in. She comes back a couple seconds later. She's like, oh, yeah. And I go, can we sit at the bar? She goes, oh, there happens to be room at the bar. So I was like, oh, sweet. (laughs) Were you the the only guys in there? Pretty. There was a lot of room. Let me just say that. (laughs) But it's cool, man. They got it. uh, They got it really decked out. It's cool. Is it? Did you? It was a good environment. It was a tiki bar. It's a it's definitely a tiki bar. They got a tiki environment. The only thing they got which which I've never seen in a in a real tiki bar is pool tables. So that kind of threw it off. And there's three pool tables. Is that a kind of some bars out there though? You kind of have the pool tables out there because people like to play pool? I mean, to me, a pool when you throw in pool tables, that immediately turns it into a dive bar. For so sure. you got to go, and, you know, what are you going for? Are you going for a dive bar or are you going for a tiki bar? For sure. And I I mean, I don't own a business, so I know people, business owners are probably trying to do a little things to help people come in for sure. But I think if you're going to fucking tiki, you, you got to fucking tiki it, man. You got to just go all out, tiki it. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. But they did like it is def It's decorated. Very tiki. So, but the, again, the only thing that throws it off is there's three pool tables in the middle of the, it, the middle of the place, and it's pretty. It's a pretty big place. So it has to be but, big. Like I, yeah. I'm, I haven't started tiki in less than a year, for sure. I think, like in my mind, a tiki bar needs to be pretty tight. It needs to be kind of small. It's, it's supposed to be, like, like, I don't want to sound gay when I say this, but it's supposed to be kind of intimate, right? Yeah, a little. I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. And even the one in San Antonio is a little bit bigger than the one we went to last time I was out there. But it was still pretty small. At least the inside. They have outside seating and shit like that on the river walk. But, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, but how were the drinks, really? Um. The drinks were good, except the Mai Tai. I thought the Mai Tai was garbage. And I almost, because I think I was talking to the owner at one point, because I was like, hey, do you guys sell this one certain glass they had? And he's like, no, I don't got it right now, but I got some com- a shipment coming. So it led me to believe either he's the manager or somewhat has, or the owner. Um, and he's like, you know, my Mai Tai, I try, I try to keep to the Trader Vic recipe. And I almost busted out with my recipe and be like, you might you might want to try this, dude. Like, it's simple. It's good. This was, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't get the Mai Tai again. And, like, I think the Mai Tai is the number one drink you got to get right in a true tiki bar, right? That, I mean, I, I don't know. I just started tiki in, but I always get the Mai Tai first. 
That is that's the a, first drink I yeah. always get. That's the go-to where you judge a tiki bar. Yeah. But, but how, the other drinks were good. How were I'll, I'll like give the, that. how was the show? You got to sit at the bar? Yeah, there was no show. Um, and the bartender was super slow, like he's reading off this card. Like uh, it so took him a kinda, long Yeah, he's so new. he's still kinda new. And you know what? I the reason I don't want to badmouth it or give any sort of bad reviews. Like I want it to be successful because I want a good tiki bar in my city, dude. For sure. So and I'm rooting for this place. I mean, tiki tiki drinks have a lot of fucking ingredients. Yeah. So I could see where it's new that some bartenders might not know the tiki drinks per se. So I could see they want to get it right. So give it a give it about a year. Yeah. Probably. Well, this is so like he, I was talking to my wife about this. And I was like, dude, like, let's say you and I opened up a tiki bar and like we weren't that proficient at making tiki drinks. I'm damn sure going to make sure I'm going to make sure we hire a a tiki bartender who knows what he's doing, dude. For sure. Or that's what's going to make or break you, dude. Or like before I open up, my bartenders are proficient. Train them. Yeah, I would send them to a school. At least you got to have. Like how many drinks were on the menu? There, there was probably like close to twenty drinks. There was a lot. It like I would say is not as many as Tiki Tea, but they had a lot of drinks. I mean, I mean, there are a lot of drinks, and all those drinks have a shit ton of fucking ingredients. But you gotta, you gotta know at least I don't know five or six off the top of your head, right off the bat. I mean, before yeah. you open. I mean, I and to this guy's defense, it was a Tuesday night. And maybe they're not crowded on Tuesday, so this was the perfect time for him to go train like this. Because for sure, you probably don't want to do that on a Friday or something. And that's what I said. Like, uh, like the one in San Antonio. Like I was reading the reviews, and everyone was saying, "Hey, go during the week because that's when you, it's not touristy, and that's yeah. when the like you could talk to the bartender. I like this talk to the bartenders, and they bullshit with you, and yeah, absolutely, and shit like that. So, yeah, I'm rooting for it, dude. It's I. I love having a fucking a real tiki bar minus the bar minus the pool tables in my city. So uh yeah, dude, I'm I'm fully fucking rooting for this place. Well good. Yeah. Good. So it's uh, nice, man. I How's your dr- Father's Day? We didn't even I haven't even talked to you since then. Really? Yeah. I had we a didn't good even, well we well we we tried to record last. We didn't nah, even mention right. it. My father's day was good. I chilled the uh, we cooked. We burned some meat. The kids were nice to me, and the wife was nice. And well, that's always good. That's yeah, a plus. Yeah, we, all, <laughs> we had a few adult beverages and just kind of ate some burnt meat. It was nice. How about you? Um, I think it's just pretty, but pretty much the same. Except I had, I had my son barbecue. Family came over. Um, what the son barbecue? Bingo. Just hamburgers and hot dogs. Kept it simple. Oh, you are so white. I know. <laughs> it was so, it was so nice, cool. dude. I think uh fuck. Oh we smoked a couple uh New York strips and then seared them at the end. It was it nice. was actually it was really fucking good. I, fucking I never delicious. smoked I never smoked a like a thick steak and then seared it at the end before. It was good. Nice. It was good. Medium rare or just uh, rare? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna hate me. I might you get some hate. Here. No, no, no. Oh, well, no. well done. <laughs> no, fuck no, fuck no. But I used to younger. I used to fucking eat steak rare. 
I fucking wanted it rare. And then I moved up to medium rare. I'm I'm leaning more towards the high end of medium rare to almost medium right now. Okay. I mean I, I'm a medium rare guy. I don't you know, I don't like blood coming out, but it's got so, definitely gotta be pink I'm, on the inside. I'm still medium rare, but at the high end. Okay. Of it. There's nothing wrong with that. No. But it's when you start going into that well done, like no, no, I need burn pink. the shit. Yeah, I need pink. I'll always need pink for sure. My wife drives me crazy, dude. When I'm I have when I, we get nice steaks like ribeyes, I throw them on the grill. She's like, "Make mine well done. I don't like any pink." <laughs> but we can go to a restaurant and they cook, and I order medium rare. She'll start eating my steak. Like this is the best thing ever. I'm like, dude, <laughs> Jesus, you can't win. No, but that's that's what makes life exciting. It does. It definitely does make it exciting. It does. What are you drinking, brother? I'm drinking this little concoction called the TNT. TNT. Damn Dynamite. And a couple guys, a couple friends of mine, amigos, if you will. Okay. At work. Uh told me about it it's uh i cut a, a whole orange i squeeze all the juice out of it i cut a lime half lime juice in it first i rim the the rim with some salt so it's orange and lime i throw some tequila in it i put four ounces of tequila in it and then some grapefruit soda on ice it is fucking damn good especially when it's hot out oh, you're a dirty little birdie so aren't you it's similar to a paloma Sounds like a Paloma. It is close to it, but it is is damn good. It's dynamite. But before that, I was pre-gaming with, uh, I was drinking a little Hornitos Black Barrel. Ooh. And it was uh, the Hornitos de tequila, and they age it for in barrels for a couple of years, and then they throw it into a really, really charred barrel Okay, for a little while. And then they throw it into another barrel. And it's a pretty dark, dark tequila. And it is it is good. It's a good sipper. Smoky? Uh a little bit. It has a little bit of caramel, but in it and it's because I was talking to the guy at the liquor store and because I told him I was like, it's too damn hard to drink fucking bourbon. I'm trying to get into the tequila game. Cause I drink bourbon rum. I was like, well, I'll, you know, I'll try tequila. <laughs> Because you know, you know everyone. When you're in high school, you get the fucking Jose Cuervo shit tequila, and you're taking Ugh, shots, and everyone God, yeah, has a story. Don't of, even, I might throw up right now. Exactly. Everyone has a story of getting sick off of that and shit. And good tequila, man. You sip it like bourbon. Yeah, I, so, I agree with that. There's some really, in fact, that's the way you're actually supposed to drink tequila is, is to sip it. Exactly. White so, people started the damn shooting shit. Yeah, them damn fucking. White people and their shooters, right? (laughs) That and fucking spring break white girls, man. Fuck. (laughs) That shit was cool when you were like in your teens and your 20s, but I'm in my 40s now and it just just annoys me. Yeah. Well, you probably, we probably didn't want to be sipping Cuervo gold, but so you just want to, you had, you had to shoot that shit. Got the chills just thinking of that one. And I I smoked a new cigar that uh, I didn't even know I had in my humidor. I was just, I I like it. I just throw them in there. I look, I was digging around and I think (laughs) my buddy from work got me, gave me this one. 
but it was a Nat Sherman Timeless Torpedo Cigar. Nat Sherman's out of New York, and it's a medium out of Nicaragua, or the rapper's Nicaraguan. It was Torpedo. Uh, it was it was actually pretty fucking good. Tell you the nice. truth, it was nice. It was smooth. Um, this tells me there's supposed to be spices and shit like that, but it wasn't too. It wasn't like a full body. I know that. I could All tell right. from light, medium, full body, but it was right. a, it was definitely a medium body. But it was it was not bad. It was a Night Sherman. Check them out. It was well. It's well worth it, man. Eight All nine right. bucks, I think for for my torpedo. It was like six by fifty two length. So it was not bad, my friend. Sounds good. Sounds lovely. It was lovely. Sounds like you're having actually a good time. I had some great steaks, good drinks, cigars. I've been sipping tequila all day, and then I'm drinking a little tequila drink here, and I'm jumping onto that tequila train tonight. We're going to see where it takes me. (laughs) Let's see what happens. You know what? I said the same thing yesterday, and this is where I'm at. I'm not... uh, I'm not on the TikTok. I don't put a lot of TikToks on our on it. I might I, I might have to start putting some TikToks. Speaking of TikToks, we had a, a listener get in contact with me. His name was Ryan K. Ryan K. Off of TikTok. Thank you for listening, sir. And Ryan uh, K. You don't understand how many times we've said your name. <laughs> yeah. Last week we went through like four fucking times before we realized, oh fuck it, we can't figure this out. We'll do you it went, next week. Went from being uh, you might murder him to you guys just might have be be Best great. Friends. I don't know. We, exactly. we threw yeah. out all scenarios. We don't know because he he asked me where I was in uh, South Texas because I'm sure he's somewhere around here, and I let him know I was near San Antonio, so. He, he may invite me to go beer hunt, beer hunting. I hope we go beer hunting. Beer uh, hunting sounds fun. Yeah, it does kind of bird hunting. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. Regardless, I, you know, even if he doesn't, he said he listens to the show. He likes it. So you know, thank you, Ryan K, for listening to the show. And if you want to get in contact with us, your best bet is through TikTok. It's uh, Jack Shack Podcast Two Cheers to you, Ryan K. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. So, uh, do you have a cigar you want to? Uh, you know what? After our last rep? episode, I I didn't pregame one, but I had one that I was going to smoke, and I smoked it. It was a San Cristobal Papagayo XXL. The old Papagayo. Papa yeah. Joe Mia, what was that? Like Las Vegas, um, Vegas vacation? What was that guy's name? Papa, the kid. Papa. <laughs> Shit, what, what was that? You keep I know talking. <laughs> you keep talking. I'm going to Google it. Oh, so this is a really, really great cigar, but man, it's strong. It actually got me sick. The, I got a little bit of the uh, nicotine. They call it nicotine poisoning. That's when you get sick off a cigar. Um, Ooh. But. I That's like. just because I'm not seasoned. I'm not a seasoned vet yet for cigars. Yeah, you've been smoking them for like over <laughs> a year. I know. <laughs> but, man, it's a fucking great cigar. Like the flavor, the taste. I'm definitely going to gonna keep smoking that one. I got uh, to build up my tolerance. Rusty on his fake ID was Nick Papagiorgio. 
Papa, Papa Giorgio. Giorgio. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Nick. Papa Giorgio. That's a fucking, that's not a fake name. Speaking of movies, did you ever get to watch that Terrifier 2? Oh, I haven't. <laughs> Maybe. Dude, I might have to watch that tonight. <laughs> Take seat. Make sure that uh, tequila train makes a stop at that movie. <laughs> All right. Anyways, go on with the cigar. I apologize. Uh, no. So yeah, it was the uh, Papagayo XXL. It, I'm dude. It, I think you. I've. Have you tried it? I don't think so. It's a great cigar. I'm telling you though, it's it. It's pretty strong. Full body. Yeah. Who's it? Is that the mm-hmm. company? Was Papagayo? Papa Giorgio? No, San Cristobal. Oh, okay. I have a couple San Cristobals. I may have tried it. I don't know. I have a couple San Cristobals. <clears throat> the flavor is amazing. Like, I'm telling you, it was a really good smoke. But then after a while, I was like, oh, shit, I think I'm getting, I might be getting a little sick. I know for me, if I get a little bit of nicotine sick, I, like, you suck on some, ha- ooh, she said hey, suck. whoa. Suck on some hard candy. A little bit where of are you going with that? <laughs> a little bit of sugar in your diet, and it kind of helps with that. Are we still talking about, what are we talking about here? Can, are we talking about Candy the Stripper down the street, or are we talking about a little Jolly Rancher? <laughs> so you know. is that your go-to is a Jolly Rancher? Uh, if I have it, I try to put a little sugar. If I I might drink some juice or something. Speaking of fucking wrapped candies, dude, you know it's not easy <laughs> to get like classic wrapped candies, dude. What I, I got like I went to CVS, Walgreens, the the grocery store, especially like those little root beer ones. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Man, that is, dude, that shit is not easy to find, dude. In fact, uh, I haven't found it yet. I think you could probably order it on the internet. Grandmas need to be grandmas again and and stock up on wrapped candies yeah, so the stores gran- stay in stock. Grandmas are like uh, whatever generation grandmas are. What are they, boomers, I guess, right now? They, they're they not wrapped candy kind of grandmas no more. Nah. Nah. My, my mom's more of a Colorado bulldog. <laughs> I'm just saying that because she would drink one Colorado bulldog and it would knock her on her ass. But she's five foot nothing. <laughs> so I always yeah, joke around, hey, you want a Colorado Bulldog? And it's kind of like a white Russian, but not. So I don't know exactly what's in a Colorado Bulldog, but. I think I've actually heard of the Bulldog. I'll have the I'll have to look. I think somebody actually recommended that to me. It's pretty good. If I remember right, I haven't had one in a while, but I like white Russians. So Oh, I forgot, bro. Um there's a shout out to you on my other podcast, my history podcast. Oh, somebody messaged me. Do you have another podcast? I do. What? I'm, I do cheat on you on the side. What the? Oh, this is bullshit, sir. So a gentleman named Chris, I'll just say, I, I don't like giving out people's last names. So I'll say Chris S. He, uh, he listens to my po- other podcast and he now listens to this one. And he said, by the way, your boy is funny as hell. And I said, he sure as fuck is. So, little shout out to you, P. Now, am I funny because I'm funny or am I funny what because so funny. I'm slightly, <laughs> I don't want to piss off any of the woke folk, slightly retarded? <laughs> so, we, you're kind of laughing at me because I have a little bit of water in my head? <laughs> we don't know, but either way, said you're funny. You know what? I'm taking. I'll take that compliment. Thank you, I Chris. Would take it. S. Chris S. 
is it like S? Has a sh in it. I forgot that this week we have to talk about a badass, and uh, so I'm, I'm trying to pull up a guy real quick. Actually, you don't have it yet. I had one last <laughs> week. I'm just I'm pulling it up, dude. There's so you know what? There's so many badasses. There is. I like this guy because he's got a good little story. I'm gonna butcher the fuck out of it, but you know I what? I can't wait. Are we are we ready for what? What are we talking about this week? I should be ready because we had it ready for the last two weeks. Um. Well, you want to go with our first topic? Ooh, okay. This this topic I came up with because my lovely wife, she is an incredible musician, singer, and my daughter is too. She's on the drums. Nice. And so she comes up with the chill. I always ask her, what do you think we should talk about this week? Because I like to have a, a lady's perception or per fuck am I trying to say perspective. Thank you. Thank you. They say people who play instruments are smart people. <laughs> Their husbands aren't. <laughs> Need to say we don't know how to play an instrument. Uh, I'm trying to learn how to play the bass, but I haven't picked it up in like four months. So Nice. But anyways, she. this is her topic. Shout out to her. I don't know if she wants me to give out her name. Probably not. She probably does not want to be associated with our little podcast, which I don't blame her. So, what is your top dollar that you would be willing to pay for a concert? And what band would you want to listen to? It could be alive or dead. Um, that Man, this is a really good question. Because this is a good one. Last week, I went to a little concert. It was in a little... Up in San Antonio, they have a little venue called Paper Tiger. And a lot of little... Bands will come through there. Like I bought this ticket. It was 20 bucks a piece. And I went and saw, I went to see fourth in the strange band. Now fourth is Hank Williams. Third, his son, his name is Coleman Williams, but his band is fourth in the strange band. I think they're fairly new. They haven't been out there for a while, but it's one of, you know, Hank senior, Hank Williams, junior. Yeah. And then junior has, she he has like his kid Hank Williams third who I absolutely love. I don't know if he tours a whole lot anymore, but he has a couple daughters that are really good country singers. Okay. Well, Hank Williams third has a son named Coleman Williams, and his band is fourth in the Strange Band Ivy in the Strange Band because we got to be Roman. And so I went <laughs> to see him, and but before him was a band called the Volk, and it's this girl and a guy playing. She was playing on the drums and singing at, they were pretty good, called the Volk, V-O-L-K, pretty good. And then and then uh, Fourth and Strange Band played, fantastic, I loved them, 20 bucks a ticket. That's like when you're playing, like, you know how, I, how cool would it have been if, like, you play, you saw Metallica in a little hole-in-the-wall bar when they were still kind of coming up before up they hit coming. it. Yeah. Yeah. You paid like five bucks to go watch them fucking play and tear it up, you know? Oh, fuck yeah. Fucking cool. And then the last band was the goddamn Gallows, which was these dudes, these dudes were pretty fucking cool. They were, they played fast and hard every fucking song. Bearded up, tatted faces. They fucking <laughs> rocked it. It was nice. a, for $20. It was a good fucking concert. 
Yeah, you can't beat that, dude. 20 no. bucks for a concert? Fuck yeah. So, <clears throat> what? first off, let's say, what band, is there a band out there that you want to watch? Alive or dead? So, it's it's funny you that we're having this topic this week. So, I actually just got invited to see the band I've always wanted to see my whole life, Metallica. Uh-huh. I'm going to go see them at SoFi in August, the end of August. Um, nice. My wife's cousin, you met her, her boyfriend bought t- two tickets each for two days. So he's got four tickets, two on two on a Friday and two on a Sunday, I think. <clears throat> so my wife's cousin was like, hey, I only want to go one day. I'm not the biggest Metallica fan. And uh, her boyfriend, Ryan, said, hey, well, Rich, would you want to go one day? And I was like, well, shit, how much are the tickets? He's like, dude, I already bought the tickets. I just want somebody to go with you. You want to just go with me? I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Hey. So wait, wait, wait. He's a, he expects something at the end of the night. Are you prepared? Nothing is for free, buddy. Are you prepared? Are you prepared? I am not prepared for that. Well, it's not till August, so you better fucking prepare yourself, my friend. So I, I'm sorry, but driving home like what is it? Gas, <laughs> gas, grass, or ass, man? Those are the three. What do you want? What are you going to give up? <laughs> Ooh, man. Come on. Is You've always wanted to listen to Metallica. I've always wanted to see them in you're concert. Will, you're willing to, for him to put the just the tip in, right? Just the tip for a little Metallica. <laughs> I don't know if I like them. I mean, I do like Metallica. But <laughs> All right, go on. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> this all, I, I just lost my train of, con- my train of thought. Um Okay, so I think Metallica is the one I've always wanted to see. I'm going to see him. If there was one person who's not here no more that I wish I could have seen was Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, yeah. I love Stevie Ray Vaughan. I would love to go see him. Yeah. I live right down the street. He he was in Austin. Yep. Died yes. in a fucking helicopter crash. There were a lot. There are a lot of artists that died young. Yeah. Either by drugs or helicopters or a combination of both. Or airplanes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I did a little bit of research before our, our, we tried to record, first record this episode. Um, it's just how crazy some of these ticket prices are. Ed Sheeran, fucking, I don't know any of his songs. He says he's a British singer, songwriter. Uh-huh. Um, so he's closely behind Beyonce with an average ticket price of $550. Yeah, no. I like I don't know, dude. Like what I guess let's see a question you have on here. What's the limit you would pay? I would uh first off, I this is me personally. I'm going to a concert to see I'm not going there to listen to the music because when I'm at concerts it's so loud I can't hear I, half the time I can't hear the lyrics. True. So I'm going there to see how the the band interacts with the audience in between songs, how they're acting on stage, they're jumping around, being crazy or whatever. That's why I want to go to a concert. Because if I want to just listen to their song, I'll listen to it at my fucking home. Because I can listen to the lyrics. I'm by myself. I can just close my eyes and listen to the music, right? Yeah. So I'm going to the concert if they're really good fucking performers where you can't get that aspect of it at your home. Okay. Because I've been to some concerts where I really like a band, 
like last year, I think the wife and I went to this concert. We both really liked this band. So we go to the fucking concert and I was like, man, that was, it was kind of weak. He wasn't very, and artists have off days. Maybe it was an off day for him. I don't know. But the interaction with the crowd wasn't all there. He wasn't a whole lot of, you know, it was the stage present. It wasn't there. Yeah. He he may have had an off day. I do not know. Yeah. But I was like, man, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Because you're paying a ticket. Yeah. And I'm a little older. I'd rather, I will pay a little extra to sit in the VIP and be able to sit, have a, a bar that I could go walk right up to and get a drink. So I'm willing to pay a little extra to be able to sit first off because I don't I don't want to stand for three hours if I don't yeah. have to because my ankles and my knees and my back fucking hate it from <laughs> fucking beating my body up for the last thirty fucking years. Yeah, I, I can understand that. So that's that's my criteria when I go to a concert is I'm going there to see how they react in between songs. You know how there's some artists that. They'll bullshit with audience in between fucking songs in there. Right, right. And they You're make there it, for the theatrics. For sure. Because <laughs> if I want to listen to the song, I got it on my fucking phone. I could just listen to the fucking song. Yeah. And be able to hear what they're fucking singing. Right. So I think like Freddie Mercury. I love Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Do you really? I, mean, I absolutely. I would pay. Like if they told me, if you pay $1,000 right now, you could go see Freddie Mercury and the Queen. Back in their heyday, I would do it in a heartbeat. Damn, Freddie I, Mercury, huh? I know. Who knew? I the, he, now we talking the live aid third uh, Freddie Mercury, maybe a, like a younger in his or, in his prime man. He was a fucking prime, showman. Okay. Regardless, he was a fucking showman. And he was a hell. He of was a, a he singer. was a good showman. I, I will give him that. I'm not the biggest Queen fan, but I will give props to uh, Freddie Mercury. He he was a performer. Him, I love like Stevie Ray Vaughan. He, I consider him the guitar player. He is yeah. my t- he is my top guy for sure. And, and you're right. Most concerts, like if you're close to the fucking speaker, like you you you're almost going deaf. I honestly, I'd probably put in earplugs if I was that close. But it's just to see him play the guitar. Like I think it'd just be pretty crazy. No, yeah, for sure. And <clears throat> and I never, obviously, never went to one of his concerts, so. I don't know how he is as a showman, but I'm assuming he was probably really fucking good. And he did some like, I wouldn't say like major venue. Some always like he went into some kind of uh, I say hole in the walls, but little smaller venues where you were you're pretty close to him. You know, that was like that's like the Paper Tiger. It's a small venue. Like we were right on the stage. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So I don't think I, I don't know like. I I know I don't know, I would pay I'd pay, I I mean I would like to go see Metallica, but I'm not gonna pay. As I say that, I'll probably they'll probably come into town and I'll pay like a couple hundred bucks for it just to say, all right, I went to Metallica. I I I'll rate it like a sports venue. I I'll that's gonna be my my cap. I'll pay for a concert what I would at the highest price for a for a baseball game, you know, for a sporting event. And I think for that, it's it's probably around 200 bucks. That's like most sporting events. Like, <clears throat> I'd rather sit at home and watch the fucking sport. 
Like I'm well, going to, I'm not a big baseball fan, but I would go. I would go see a baseball. I do like going to see it live. Yeah, and it is fun. But and there's something different if you go to a, a live baseball game where whether you're sitting in the sitting behind home plate, it man, that's a whole nother experience. I definitely would pay a couple hundred bucks for that. It just maybe once a season just yeah. to get that experience. No, for sure, and it is fun. <clears throat> it's it's entertaining. It's a whole different game, dude. Yeah. And I'm you hear I know, that ball hitting the mitt. I know. I think the Broncos play Houston in December this year. And I might try to go. I might try to go see the Broncos <clears throat> in Houston in like the middle of December. So, man. So, I. The fucking NFL's tickets exceed my cap. <laughs> it's ex man, it's expensive to no, go to a yeah, football sure. game. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like for me, I would have to probably pay four tickets, maybe three. I don't know if my oldest daughter would want to go, but who knows? She likes going to do that shit. Hotel room. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be way over a thousand. It, it'll, it might be two grand. So for the uh, whole weekend type thing. I know a couple guys who went to see a Raider game at the new stadium in Vegas. Uh huh. But they paid like five hundred bucks for their ticket, and I'm like, "Are you kidding?" To so like, I, I don't get. I can't do that, dude. I'm no, like, I'm not. I couldn't. And I haven't looked at the tickets. And if it's something like that, I'm like, "Yeah, fuck it. I'll just watch it at home." Yeah. Oh well. <clears throat> I, yeah, I, that I couldn't do that, dude. But yeah, so I'm gonna say two hundred's my limit, dude. And the sporting, and that's it's going to be the same with the concert. Most places, I would like I would spend a couple hundred bucks to be in the VIP section, so I could sit and have my own bar, not my own bar, but like a private bar, because you know I don't want to be with the common folk. <laughs> yeah, but well, you brought up a great point. Like, let's say, let's say you had a chance to go see your all-time favorite band, like today, five hundred to a thousand bucks for the ticket. But you just don't know what you're going to get. I just can't. I would not fork that out, dude. Like, like if I won Powerball, I would try to get in hold. I would think it would be cool as fuck to, because I love Hank Williams III. I love his music. He has a little bit of country. He has a little bit of punk. He has a little bit of craziness. I'd, I would try to get in contact with him and go, how much would it be for you to could just come sit in my backyard? We drink Jam. fucking... We drink bourbon in front of a fucking fire pit, and you just twing on the fucking guitar, and you know, <laughs> yeah, nobody uh -huh. else, just you and I, just yeah. fucking drinking bourbon, sitting by the fucking fire, bullshitting, playing a little bit of music. You he remember, buddy? Nothing's for free. At a, that's fine. <laughs> if if he wants to suck my penis too, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. I'm not. That's fine. Who's who's gay in that situation? <laughs> I mean, the fact if you say, hold on, I'm just going to go inside and get a beer and you come out without any pants. I'm going to say you initiated it. <laughs> oh, so so the and guy might that, not even know what's going on. The person that gay is the one that initiates it. I mean, I'm thinking, yeah. OK, that's a new twist on it. I always thought if the guy sucking the cock is the gay one, not the well, one. What if he has a gun to his head or the gun to somebody's his fucking family's head? And they're like, you're going to suck this cock. No, that's different. You're you're doing violence. I mean, it's we're just you're still engaging. You know, it's just a couple gentlemen doing what gentlemen do <laughs> around a fire pit. <laughs> Why do you have to turn everything gay? Really? 
Oh, man. <laughs> Shit. Hey, speaking of concerts, I got to tell you a story. <laughs> my, uh, I, w- I wasn't dating... I wasn't dating my wife that long. Maybe we were dating for a couple of years. Her and her family Not got that tickets. long. A couple of years is pretty. Well, long. maybe it wasn't. It was yeah. Oh, shit. I feel like we've been together for a very long time. When you're in your thirties, <laughs> dating for a couple of years is pretty fucking long. Okay, we were dating for a couple of years. Her maybe family got tickets to go see Mana. Have you ever heard of Mana? No, that, that must... Spanish band. No, I haven't. They're pretty popular. Like. It, so they're playing at the Staples Center in LA. I don't know what crypto center, whatever they call it now. Anywho, I don't speak Spanish. So when she's like, hey, I want you to go with me. I'm like, I don't understand Spanish. Are you sure you want me to go? Um, There's some good Mexican bands I listen to. I don't I don't speak a whole lot of Spanish, but just the music, the beat. It was pretty cool. Well, they're super fun. They're like Metallica in the in, for the Latin community. Okay. But... Long story short, I ended up going. Clearly, I'm focused on the bangs. I'm, they they actually were performing, but the reason I'm telling you is the drummer for Mana put on a solo, and bro, he that could be one of the best drummers ever, dude. And in fact, I think he is rated as one of the best drummers in 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 fucking history. He awesome. he fucking did a damn good job, dude. I'll have to uh, text me the name because I don't know. When we're done Mana, with this, M- I think it's M A N A. M A N A. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll Google because my daughter drums. So yeah, we'll check out the drummer for Mano. I do gets down, man. He he's he's fucking Ooh, legit. Check this out. This is good live on the podcast. You know when you get texts and go, hey, like this one right here. Hey, are you Tom? And it, you know it's fucking. <laughs> You know it's. Uh, they want to talk to you about your extended warranty or your, exactly. your property owner. So I, so I get bored. So I always put like who dis and shit who like dis? that. So yeah, it is Tom. Who dis? <laughs> and then they're gonna come back and go. Oh, I'm sorry. I text the wrong number. I like to play him. I try to get him to send me pictures. <laughs> what? Why do you gotta turn everything gay? It's not gay. It might be a it might be a lovely woman that made a mistake and thought I was could be his mom. We're going to be lifelong friends here (laughs) shortly. I'm going to give up all my money for this lifelong friend right now. All right, (laughs) we'll see. Mana, huh? Mana. All right. In fact, I'm going to look up the drummer's name. Who is the drummer for Mana? M but A-N-A? but the, the the last A has that little yeah the like little hyphen thing the little Mexican oh Alex shit. Gonzalez San Antonio tickets when are they what? coming ooh they're gonna be here on September second let's see I wonder how much tickets are for them let's I'm asking right now let's see one ticket it's at the Staples Center view tickets let's see. Wait, you got a Staples Center? Maybe it's not Staples Center. It's the AT&T Center. It's where the first place. Sorry about that. (laughs) Wait, you got a Staples Center? (laughs) Ah, All right. Let's see here. Ooh, 69 bucks for the top balcony. 69 bucks? That's actually not bad. Uh, Let's see what the most expensive one is. 
$8,000 for one That's, on the terrace. Like right, right there. Yeah, there's, I'm not. That's 100, ridiculous. 160. Yeah, that's, I, I would pay 160. All right, I'm going to tell you a little, something. You and our two listeners. I went <laughs> and saw, a couple years ago, I went and saw a Ricky Martin Enrique Iglesias concert. How did, why do you got to turn everything gay? That's not gay. <laughs> How's that gay? It's only gay if you make eye contact with Enrique, I don't think he's gay. He might be. I don't know. It was actually it, no, a pretty. Enrique Iglesias is definitely not gay. Ricky Martin, it was actually I a think pretty, Ricky Martin actually is gay. He is gay and he just got arrested for molesting his cousin or something. Jesus. I think not just it's been like a year or so, but yeah. So it, it wasn't Jesus. that bad of a concert. I actually, I like Enrique Iglesias. What am I trying to say here? Enrique. <laughs> that was a tongue twister. Enrique Iglesias music. I bet. it. I was think a, he actually makes pretty good music. I bet it was some tongue in there. It was sure. a tongue twister. <laughs> actually, it was a pretty good concert as far as concerts go. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't I don't even know what the fuck Ricky Martin fucking sings, so I wouldn't even he know. He used to be in Menudo, that boy band. Oh, shit, he was, huh? <laughs> yes. Damn, I forgot about that. Yeah, come on. I know you used to listen to that shit when you were a kid. I did not, but you, I definitely knew who they were. You look like a Menudo fan. I think when we were back in the early 80s, everybody heard early Menudo at 80s? some point. They, dude, they were... I was what, not. What was the Menudo early, though popular? Are you googling it? Let's see. All right, I won't. It was no early eighties. We were like six years old. It was like maybe late eighties, early nineties. No fucking way, dude. Yes, they started in seventy-seven. Ricky Martin. Yeah, they're they're a Puerto Rican band. Menudo. How the, how the and by the way, I never realized they were a Puerto Rican band. Me neither. <laughs> How? Yeah, dude, they started in 77, and then they started touring again in 2002, 2019, but, you know, well, they're obviously all older no, by now. No, there but, isn't. It, Ricky Martin was not there in 77. Well, I don't know if Ricky Martin was there, or maybe we're thinking of somebody else then, but, Ricky Martin but they is started 50, in 77. Ricky Martin is 51 years old, so he well, would be like seven years old. But they were kids, though. I like they were almost like the Jackson Five for the friggin' Latinos, dude. Yeah, they released their first album in 1977. And they saw much success during the 80s. So it was like the 1984, 12 year old Martin became a member of the band. Okay. Okay. 84 is when he kind of came in late. Late at 12 years old, he started well, singing. I don't remember anybody listening to Menudo in the later right. 80s, 90s. In the 80s, he was 12 years. I guarantee you, he was he he's been molested. I guarantee Jesus, you. Man, what are you talking about? What does that have? Do why you, he's why 12 years in show business? Come on, in the well, 80s, it, it's. I don't know. It's better than the fucking Hollywood business, but it I'll is, say he might have done, the, done some drugs. It's the exact same. It is the <laughs> exact same. I guarantee you. Poor, 
Yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> All right, brother. How about you take us into the badass oh, of the episode? Shit. Or actually, it's badass of the month. Badass of the... Oh, I got to get off of Ricky Martin because I don't think he... <laughs> Please I mean, don't tell uh, me it was Ricky Martin. It was. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try to not fuck this up so much, but my reading skills are not that great. Well, no pressure. All right. This guy, you got to hear this dude's story. His name was Corporal Tibor, T-I-B-O-R Rubens, Medal of Honor. This dude was twice a prisoner and initially denied our nation's highest honor due to anti-Semitism. He's a, he's a Jew. Okay. He was finally awarded this Medal of Honor in 2005. All right. This story is a little different. Okay. Right, I'm going to move my drink. This medal on this story is a little different. Tibor was not awarded the medal for his actions in World War II, but for the actions during the Korean War. He was not a World War II veteran. He was born to Jewish parents in Hungary in 1929. Reuben was one of six children, three sons and three daughters. His father, all right, he, his father fought in World War One. His mother was his third wife, whatever. Get through all that. But you think I'd be a little bit more prepared since I had three fucking weeks. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Is there <laughs> to fucking do this? Poor Reuben. <laughs> uh, Reuben left his home in Hungary to attempt to reach Switzerland. This is during World War Two. He was 15. He tried to leave Hungary to reach Switzerland safe in the company of a Polish man. Polish man who were on the run from Nazis. But he was captured near the border of Italy and Switzerland two weeks into the trip. Reuben was deported to Montesen. And though his brother Emery was there, it wasn't until the winter that the brothers reunited. So basically, he was captured as a Jew during World War II, so he's, he was thrown into a concentration camp. And he was he survived that. All right, I'm fucking this all up. But in 45, Reuben and Emery, <laughs> his brother was ended up being in the same camp. So basically, in World War II, he was 15, 16. He got captured. Since he was Jewish, he was thrown into a concentration camp. Ended up being in the same camp as his brother. They didn't know they were in the same camp until, you know, after a little while, they figured it out. Once they were liberated, they reunited with Irene in their hometown of Potstow. I know I'm butchering that shit. He decided to leave Hungary. And... He, Timor, eventually he immigrated into the United States. He went alone in 1948. He aborted the S-8 Marine Flasher. Ended up into New York. New York. So, got all that shit. Got all that shit. I'm not so, convinced Ruben's a badass at this point. <laughs> I'm just Calm down. <laughs> all right. He hasn't even joined the military yet. Oh, we're so, still yet. <laughs> so, basically, as a teenager... He's in a fucking concentration camp in Germany in World War II. 
Okay. They get liberated. He survives that. He gets liberated. He's joint. He shows up into in the United States. So he decides to join the fucking U.S. Army to give back a promise he had made to himself at the liberation. So basically, G.I. Joe showed up in World War II, liberated him, and in his mind, he was like, you know what? I'm going to have to give back to this fucking shit. As he should. So his first Nothing attempt, is for free. He, his first attempt ended in disappointment when he failed to require English exam. But this fucker was undeterred. So he tried again in 1949 with a little help in parentheses. So basically he had his buddy help him, which is fine. Okay. He managed to pass the exam and he enlisted in the U.S. Army. Now we all know around June 1950 what what happened in June 1950. A war broke out. Korea. For sure. The Korean War broke out. And we could go back and whatever happened to that all shit. Blah, blah, blah. All this shit. Oh, my goodness. I fucked this up. Let me... <laughs> uh, keep talking. I want to get this. Well, I can tell you this. He died in Garden Grove, California. <laughs> actually, right by my house in 2015. Easy there, boy. I didn't realize he you was know from what, Garden Grove. I'm going to come at why he got the medal, but I am glad he was still alive to be able to wear the medal. All right. Yeah, it says right here, December 5th, 2015, he died. He was a Holocaust survivor. Uh, You know what? Part of this whole thing is fun that I fuck it all up. (laughs) But but you're not, I get what you're saying. You're not really trying to tarnish Ruben's reputation. No, no. No, for sure. He was a badass. He uh, won the Medal of Honor and got the Purple Heart twice. For sure. Basically, he was, towards the end of 1950, massive China's troops contrary across the border, Korea, hunger, all this other bullshit. The Chinese, the North Koreans were not very nice. Uh, We probably weren't all that nice either. But he got <laughs> captured a second time in the Korean War. Yeah, he was putting a he was putting a Chinese POW camp. Yes, and when he he got his medal because of what he did in that camp, he shared his food. He he basically because he'd been in a concentration camp before, so he basically helped everyone in the camp to get through it. He gave his food away. He he uh, mentally he was talking to people down off of cliffs. You know all that bullshit. And uh, for all of that shit, <laughs> and this is piss poor pine. I apologize, Mister uh, Tibor. <laughs> but basically, he got caught. He went into another camp, a POW camp in Korea. He was giving away his food. He'd been in that camp before. He knows how to act. He knew what was going on. He helped everyone, all the GIs and everyone in that camp. And for what he did in those camps. He got the Medal of Honor in 2005. Luckily, he got it before he passed away 10 years later. Yeah, good for him. He really was a stud. <laughs> he, uh, in the, um, 
he I actually picked, was recommended twice by his yes. commanding officers for the Medal of Honor. For sure. but we And hate, it was denied because he was Jewish, they think. Because we hate Jews. We hate back then, they we did. Hate, back then, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he's a stud. Um, so... This, I like I, the reason I picked him was it was it was a different kind of badass. It wasn't yeah, a sure. hey he killed seven thousand bad people, did all this shit. He, I mean, he had a pretty fucking horrible life. And yeah, he, but he made it through. He lived to the age of eighty six. That's a pretty good long life, and uh, I'm sure he he had a nice family, or his family was a bunch of shitheads. Or that's definitely a possibility. <laughs> but we no don't know that for sure. For the badass of the month. But you know what? I fuck everything up. So, <laughs> and I've been drinking a lot of tequila today, my friend. It's the tequila talking. Don't worry, folks. No, no. I could be perfectly sober and I still would have fucked that up. Well, I'm glad you introduced us to Mr. Ruben. The badass of the episode. Tibor Rubin. Go look him up. You'll be able to read his story. Keep his memory alive. <laughs> Basically, that's the only reason why we do all this shit. We got to keep these guys, their memories alive. And there's, we're going to come up with some badasses that are probably still alive. Yeah. And if you have any suggestions, get in talk, contact with us. And I will bumble fuck their stories, too. What, did you say Bumblefuck? Bumblefuck. Bumblefuck. Have you ever heard <laughs> that? I have not. That's a new one. <laughs> All right. I've heard I've heard a lot of words, but not bumblefuck. I've heard gagglefuck. Gagglefuck. Bumblefuck. I'm gonna bumble bumblefuck this. Yeah. I like that. If you don't mind, I might have to start using that. You, you hey, you are allowed. You could <laughs> allowed to bumblefuck your way through life, my friend. All right. Do you uh Let's jump into our third topic because we've actually missed this one for like, or or do you want to hold it off to the next one? No, fuck no. Let's do it. We've been talking about this one for a month and a half, probably. Yeah. We've been trying to actually get this topic on the, on the last few episodes, but we've just been running out of time because we like to talk. And I bumble fuck a lot. So you could bring us on in my friend. All right, brother. This topic is going to be. Do you prefer fast, sporty cars or four by fours? And uh, I'll let you go first. Okay. I've always, growing up, I always thought, all right, if I won, like, if I won Powerball, I had all the money in the world. What car would you buy? And there was always, since I was, I grew up, I was a 90s kid. I grew up in the 70s, or I was born in the 70s. Basically, my teenage years above would have been in the 90s. And there was two cars that I would love. I love a 4x4 and a sporty car. Okay. So, the so you're, 90s. You're, uh, you go both ways. The def- You know me, my friend. You know me. A tip is a tip. <laughs> $20 is 20 bucks. For my 4x4... You know, like the 1990s Defender 90s, the D90s. I always loved the fucking D90, the old school. They have the new ones. I don't like the new ones. They're too fancy. I like the old school D90s and an Acura NSX. 
Okay. I remember in the 90s, the Acura NSX was basically a Formula One car, street legal Formula One car. So those were always the two cars. If I want all the money in the world, those were the two cars I was going to buy. Okay. Both are fucking awesome. The Defender 90 is really fucking cool. They're pretty hard to well, I wouldn't say they're too hard to get, but uh, not now. I, they're not the easiest. A few years back, I was looking at them, and I could get one. You'd have to put, but like anything, you'd have to constantly fix them. Yeah. They're always breaking down. <coughs> Stuff like that. Now, like I love old Broncos. So if I had all the money in the world, I'd probably get an old Bronco. And okay. shout out to a. Uh, uh, Another Ranger, he's out near Austin, I believe. Badass Broncos, go check them yeah, he out. He does some fucking great work. Go check them out. But yeah, I'd probably get an old Bronco and let him fix that that up. So for the Acura NSX, would you go? Did you say the old, old older model, or have you looked at the new ones? Because new ones are pretty badass. No, dude. yeah, I'd probably get a new one because I I'm a little bougie nowadays. In my older age, I'm a little bougie. I like. I like the bougie-ness. So, yeah, those new Acura NSX. Do they still make them? I thought they made them. They stopped making them for a while, and then they started. Are they making, like, brand new ones? There's a 2022 model, oh. and it's fucking, it is fucking nice, dude. Yeah, I would. Uh, there's something to be said. Uh, but the only thing that sucks about fast cars are we live in America. You're not going to be able to drive it. You'd have to fucking get some track time. Yeah, pay pay for some track time to really drive those things to push it to its limit. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel you. I for me, dude, it's all about money. If I was if I won Powerball, I would have some fucking nice fast cars. But you also bring up a really good point. If I went out and got my fucking dream fast car, I really could never use it to its full potential living in Southern California. I mean, really, where am I going to open this thing up at, dude? Where what is it though? Well, I saw. I don't know if I wouldn't say this is my ultimate dream car, but I I think I sent this to you. There's this. I follow this. It's called Mustang's Family. Um, I think I'm gonna send this to you right now. So on Instagram, um, there's a account called Mustang's Family. And they put on this brand new refurbished, right? Brand new. Uh, I mean, immaculate refurbished 1965 Ford Mustang. I mean, this thing is fucking tough looking, but it also has kind of fucking some up to date upgrades. I mean, it. This thing's fucking badass. I just forwarded to you. It's fucking nice. But again, where the fuck am I gonna? If I say I did buy this thing. Where would I get its fucking full potential out around here? You know, I can't open it up here. I mean, you could, but this thing is, yeah, I would say the 1965 Ford Mustang, this particular one I say is fucking badass, dude. Um, But I'm more of a four by four guy because I think I can afford by four by four off-roading stuff. I think yeah. that's a reality for me. <laughs> I think I could do that rather than getting a 1965 fixed up Ford Mustang. So I mean, it's fucking I, I, pretty tough that, looking. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I like like going in the back country. Now, when you four by four, 
do you want to rock crawl? Because you got some of these jeeps that jeeps and shit that rock crawl. Do you like rock crawling, or do you want to just be able to go in the backcountry camp and just backcountry camp? I mean, I don't. I do enjoy going off roading, but I'm not doing no rock crawling. Hey, dude, I ain't trying to flip my vehicle and fucking ruin that thing. I, there's some places out here in, in Southern California, some pretty tough trails. Dude, they flip their fucking fixed up Jeeps, these $50,000 plus dollar Jeeps, and they ain't ever getting it back, dude. Now, How the fuck are you going to get it out of I mean, some hill that's in a ditch I upside remember, down? I remember when we were in the military, I had my Jeep. And I was in, was Fort, I was in Fort Stewart. And we were in the back, we were going pig hunting, and I got it stuck. And we could not get it fucking out. And it would sat out there in the swamps of Fort Stewart for like like a week or two. Because we'd go back on the weekend to try to get this fucking thing out. <laughs> you remember that shit? shit? Do you remember that? You might have been out no. by then. Holy Jesus. It was I out remember there, the Jeep, though. It was out there for like a week or two. And finally, we got a hold of a bunch of fucking pallets. And I fucking... I would jack it up and put pallets under the wheels to get this fucking thing out. Holy shit. Yeah. Finally got it out, dude. I, I did get it out, man. I love that Jeep. It was great because it it was a soft top. It was like a 93, 94 Jeep regular. I drove it. It was a soft top. So when I got in, I drove it out from Colorado to Savannah, Georgia. And it the wind tore up the top. By the time I got to Savannah, the top was ruined. So I just tore it <laughs> off. All it had was a bikini top on. And Bro, I remember, when it used to rain, there would just be a there would be pools a puddle of water in the <laughs> exactly. But I always parked in the same spot in downtown Savannah. So Rangers, they all knew where I parked. So when you'd be out fucking drinking all night long, they knew where I parked. I'd show up, and there'd be like three or four Rangers in the Jeep sleeping. Because they knew where I'd drive them back, <laughs> back to the fucking barracks. I loved. That. I did love that thing. That what thing. did you end up doing with that Jeep? I sold it before I. I sold it in Savannah because when I got oh, married, shit. we ended up getting a Jeep Cherokee Sport from it, which was I love. My wife still that was her favorite car. A, it was like a 90, 96, 97 Jeep Cherokee Sport. Damn, she loved that thing. Loved yeah, your it. Jeep was fun to drive, dude. Oh, yeah. I love that thing. Remember <laughs> when <laughs> we drove that thing down to fucking Miami? <laughs> yep, I do. <laughs> I remember that. And it, the gas gauge was wrong on it. So we'd have I'd have to guesstimate when I had to fill it up. <laughs> and we, we fucking would have to stop every like 250 miles or whatever to fucking fill that shit up. But the three of us, you, me, and Kiki drove that thing down to fucking Miami. Yeah, we we yeah, I think a couple times actually. Yeah, yeah. That was fun, dude. That was a fun ride. But yeah, dude, I so four by fours or or fa- fancy fast cars. Just because of my budget, I'm gonna say four by fours for me. You know what? If I had to choose between the two, I would take a four by four. I like cruising. I mean, I love I love driving fast, but around here, we live in the United mm-hmm. States. Where are you gonna fucking drive it fast? Yeah. I'll, I'll well, take a I'll take a fucking four by five uh, old Bronco, an old seventy four. I was born in seventy four. I I would take an old seventy four Bronco, and fucking just cruise. I like the old Broncos. I do. I love them. Someday, I like the, uh, 
Yeah, that's a is that the is that the one in Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger where he fucking they he Fuck, drives the thing with no brakes down the hill? I don't remember. Was he driving a Bronco or was he driving a Chevy? I don't remember. Maybe it was a Chevy. I don't remember. Yeah, those are nice, dude. And dude, that guy, badass Broncos who P mentioned, go follow him on Instagram. He does some amazing fucking work, dude. And now, if I had the money, I would go buy one of his fucking vehicles. Oh, for sure. I I, I would, because he lives close to me. If I had the money, I'd fucking buy an old Bronco and let him fix that shit up, for sure. Oh, for sure. But I, man, th- that those things are expensive nowadays. Yeah, they are. Well worth it. Everything's expensive. Well I mean, worth it. it. But the Electrical it. cars are becoming expensive. Oh, yeah. What is the... Uh, the fuck is the what's Elon's fucking car? I'm having a brain fart. Tesla. Tesla. What is the fastest? Like that, their fastest car goes like zero to sixty in like a second. He's got yeah. He has like a there's like a sport version of one. I I don't know what it is though, but yeah, it's. Can you imagine going that fucking fast? Yeah, and it's I mean, all again, quiet. Though, like, if I lived in the back country, sure, like a place where I can really get it, but. Bro, it takes me sometimes 20 minutes to get from my house to my wife's work and she to get my haircut. And she, what is it like? I don't even think it's five miles, dude, because there's 20 fucking thousand stoplights and I hit every red light. Yeah, that's something you take on the Autobahn. Oh, yeah. The old Autobahn. I've never driven on the Autobahn, have you? No. We, um... When I was in Lurs, our I don't even know what the fuck this dude's position was. He was he was like in I, I think he I would say he was like an admin guy. And we went on the deployment to Germany. He rented some fucking fancy ass BMW on Uncle Sam's dime. <laughs> Dude, apparently he ran a muck up and down the fucking Autobahn. And uh, let's just say he, I think he've got an article 15. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uncle on Uncle Sam's dime. <laughs> Thought I had to throw that one in there. Nah, of course. That's just the right, fucking brother. American GI making, <laughs> making, the world, making the world love us even yes. more. <laughs> Uncle right, brother, Sam I doing what Uncle good. Sam does. And he he does a lot. Yeah. Mm. All right, brother. I think that's going to be it for this episode. All right. This is a fun one. It was. It took us three fucking weeks, and I bumblefucked the badass. I apologize, Mr. Rubin. Uh, But you know what? I'm sure you would say this to a lot of people that you came across. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Just feel